0: Blog Talk Radio Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist Normie Vasquez Scales at your disposal body image, and the eye of the beholder, skin deep. Part two, What Lies Beneath, former career Ford model and model atelier CEO and entrepreneurist, Robin Harris is returning this episode to voice her sentiments on the evolution of the beauty and fashion industry and beyond. Part one of this two-fold series featured master stylist and entrepreneurist, Amber Mellon, in which I'd introduced the topic at hand with the following personal anecdote. Once upon a time on a runway far away within the hustling, bustling parameters of Chicago, Illinois, I'd grace the local modeling arena. In brief, I recall gawking at flawless, impeccable, finished photograph portraits of breathtaking African-American beauties. Then, scanned the room dense with girls, a far cry from rigid standards or bars posed by the fashion modeling industry of today's era, Hmm, this is the chosen lot for the show at hand, I asked myself. Then I shifted my gaze to the blushingly beautiful headshots on the wall, then back to the cluster of cackling ladies dispersed throughout the room, then yet again to the photographs, then to the ladies, and the photographs to the ladies, when it abruptly occurred to me that shut the front door. These are the exact same women. A new dawning, an epiphany arose confirming the miraculous magic of cosmetics, makeup artistry coupled with stellar photography. This newfound enlightenment pertaining to the magnitude of of literal mass shades, and colors had altered my perspective of Hollywood icons, often depicted as physically unblemished. However, the advent of modern cosmetics, techniques, and advanced technological imaging and applications has clearly catapulted the beauty industry to elevated tiers. Furthermore, augmented slender waistlines and voluptuous bosoms have graduated to curvaceous hips, thighs, and derriere, setting the precedent for the new in physique. Hence, the frail, rail-thin bodics has ceased serving as a sought-after look. Please allow me to recap and reiterate the aforementioned point by virtue of the following. Beauty, cosmetic surgery, and body image standards have conclusively and drastically evolved over the past decade. Hence, the status quo and societal norms have reached a new precedent, coupled with the implementation of accelerated cosmetic and photographic advancements and mediums. Case in point, makeup and technological imaging has transcended the magical realm and ascended to higher tiers as noted previously. Thus, Impeccable, and I do mean impeccable, beauty transformations and artistry has become a phenomenon. With that, I'd like to reiterate a concise original poem I've scripted for your aesthetic ears titled Facades and Metamorphoses, Behold the Mahogany Swan. Obscenities, ill shrills and malicious cries emanating from former juvenile peers, assailants. Fall swiftly upon her muted ears while soulful windows captured a blushingly radiant gaze, birthing an untainted, tantalizing reflection of the vixen, of course, donning the mask, concealing imperfections, spawned by earthy hues none other than mahogany, dusted with cafe con leche, mated with scarlet, embellishing silicon infused lips, seductively extinguishing, negating scathing insults embarking upon, attempting to assault, rather slay, injury to the beauty, doused in the aroma of raw nude gardenia, posing as alluring white ginger spritzed and sprinkled upon curves spanning from an augmented bosom along the pleasured treasure trail, down anterior peaks and valleys of a voluptuous botox, downward to a handcrafted lush posterior, which beckoned a plethora of men, women, and other, annihilating every morsel of the frail, lackluster creature that formerly prevailed. Returning guest Robin Harris bears all on the app tonight's topic during this exclusive interview. Hence, without further ado, I reintroduce to you Robin Harris. Welcome back to the Recalibrating the Scales radio show, Robin. How are you this evening?
1: i I'm fabulous, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really glad to be here.
0: Oh, and I am mutually mutually grateful mutually. You know so we finally had a chance to 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 reconnect again. Mhm well, just mm-hmm. just as uh to reiterate for any new listeners that might be tuning in right about now, can you enlighten our new listeners about you and your brand, Model Atelier and Confidence? which is exceptionally pertinent to this episode.
1: Absolutely. So I am a model-turned-designer. I design for um, tall women who are 5'7 and taller, and I use my clothes to um, elevate their height and style. And in addition to being a clothing designer for tall women, I also start designing for teens and youth. And basically um, that was to really empower them to love themselves as they are and to accept themselves of, um, of whatever shape or size they may be. And that brand is called Confidence Apparel. So taking all of what I know from the fashion industry, I channeled it into a platform to empower the youth and to also celebrate tall women.
0: Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, at a one-stop shop for all. You've definitely made leaps and bounds within your li- your line and your brand over the past you know, two, three years, I believe it is by now, right? Uh,
1: yeah. Model Atelier has been um, going strong for three years, and Confidence Apparel has just been one year.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And, Robin, you've been immersed in the fashion and modeling and beauty industry by virtue of your professional modeling career, which I alluded, alluded to. However, what profound observations and trends have you noted since your induction or commencement into this arena? And furthermore, how does the new status quo, as I referred to it, impact our female youth? Sure.
1: So I've been um, in the modeling industry for about 15 years, and I took um, a break slash retirement and started. Um, to design, but while I was modeling, it was um, completely different from how it is today. Um, there was a lot of pressure to be thin. There was really no room for diversity. If they booked one um, particular race of a model, that was it. But um, as far as body body image goes, it was just you know be very very thin, not too athletic, you know, and still look healthy. Whereas today, mm-hmm. modeling uh, is slightly different. I won't say totally different, but slightly different. I still get um, the behind the scenes from models who are international and traveling all over while um, while they say it's still pressured to be thin, um, if you are a curvy model, that's that's still that's like amazing. So a lot of designers mm-hmm. and fashion houses are embracing the curvier um, aesthetic, if you will. And I believe modeling and social media is actually taking a huge influence on our youth today. And um, at first it was, you know, no one looks like that in the real world. You know, they got Photoshop and makeup artists and what have you. But now that you introduce um, beauty and in body image to the social media realm is completely different and it's having a huge, huge effect on the youth whereas you get filters and certain apps and, you know, you got a lot of social media influencers who are parading around the fact that they go and get snatched up is the term, meaning plastic surgery and it's okay or waist training, you know, so this Uh, day and age, modeling has completely changed from when I was doing it. And um, I want to say it's for the better. You know, you're seeing curvier, healthier women, and you're seeing a little bit more of diversity, but it still um, has a
0: ways to go. Hmm. Okay. Any uh, specific ramifications that you've noticed in terms of female youth? I know you've made a, a couple of references to it. Any, but anything in particular?
1: No, no. I mean, I just know that, you know, what is being put out there on, on social media, um, a lot of our, our teams are looking at. They're not really looking at the magazines anymore. They're looking at social media. And what they don't know, or may, they might even know, is that there are apps, you know, that completely does a whole lot more than, I guess, what Photoshop can do. And um, and they're looking towards that, and thinking that that's the that's the um, the status for beauty or looking very beautiful, healthy.
0: Okay. Which okay. So basically, and um, what I'm hearing is an illusion. <laughs> it's what comes to exactly. mind when I think of all of the just you know wow, well, it, it is truly magical in my opinion. Also, what has been your personal testimony amid your journey or expedition in the fashion industry, past through present? And what is your perspective or scope regarding dramatic beauty and body transformation? Sure.
1: So, my personal journey um, as a model was tough. It was tough because I am six feet tall, African American. And I have more of a curvier body frame. And I thought I was, and my natural weight or, or dress size is a size six. So when I got to the modeling industry, was like, oh, you look great, but we actually need you to be a size two or four. So I worked hard at it, you know, fluctuating in different diets and exercise and just overtaxing my body and i was like a size 4 but it was still like the 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 barely size 4 field and that was only because i was um my bone structure was slightly different from whatever it is they they wanted me to be so that was that was tough and i did it i did it because i thought that's what i had to do in order to you know be successful so um after so many years and so many years of you know, diet and exercise, and just you know, just a, a physical toll and tax on my body. I realized that this is no longer for me. Um, I'm naturally a size six; that should be just fine. You know, we are creating an illusion, but honestly, the average consumer is a size eight, ten, or twelve. So I'm not quite sure what 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 are we doing here? So. Once I kind of came into the realization of this isn't for me anymore, um, I started to, you know, be a little bit more healthier and, you know, still exercise, but fall into the real me, and the real me is a size six, And, and I like who I am today and that's, that's pretty much my journey of, of then and now, you know, people still ask me, Oh, you know, do you still model or are you a model? And I say, yes, but I'm a different kind of model. I'm more of a role model, you know, a role model for my daughter, role model for being an, an, an CEO African-American woman role model for just being a woman period, you know, carrying myself well. So, um, what I was back then and who I am now, yes, you can still say I'm a model, but completely different, completely different mindset, completely different, you know, mental, mentally healthy um, atmosphere.
0: Okay. And you definitely, you, you are indeed very grounded. And I applaud you as you've heard me get an edgewise previously on all of your efforts. You do wear a multiple, a multitude of hats. You, you and I both do, and you're managing it successfully. You're you balancing. Um, so, in regards to dramatic body transformations, do you have any, any thoughts, or did, did you lend you a perspective when it comes to to that particular topic?
1: Sure. So, dramatic transformations. I mean, what I'm saying now is, you know. At first, it was looked down upon if you had a fuller rear, and now it's praised. You know, a lot of women are going to get whatever kind of surgery they need to get done to have the smallest waist um, in transferring that fat into their behind area or getting injections in their lips and all of that. So that's uh, dramatic in my eyes because... It was, you know, it was not popular to have a, a big butt or a small waist or full lips, and now it is. So um, my my thoughts on that is it varies, but, you know, just to um, to be politically correct, <laughs> I'd say congrats to African-American women being the role model of how the rest of the world want to look.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm agreed. Have have any specific? Have, oh, go ahead. If, if you had had more to add. Oh no, no, I, I was waiting on you. Now, have any specific celebrities, if that's if you deem that appropriate, or celebrity icons induced this the new the new societal norms regarding cosmetic surgery, image, and so forth.
1: I mean, there are and a lot so, of celebrity. Oh, yes. go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, there are a lot of celebrities that kind of induce the whole, you know, small ways, full behind um, sort of field. And I won't say that they – I won't say any names, but we pretty much all know who um, pop culture or society used to look to, you know, as to what they're doing. But, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely – Celebrities have made a huge, huge influence on um, women and teens as far as the standard of beauty, but there are a lot of other women, actors and actresses who are kind of challenging is that is that real? You know let's love ourselves as we are so
0: okay. yeah, I am beginning to see more of those examples in fact. and I may be speaking of of the same female celebrity um, that did counter a a beautiful icon, indeed, uh, but basically opted to bear her natural beauty. Um, Aside from that, or in line with that particular question, do you think that... um, cosmetic surgery, beauty you know, beauty beauty fashion and or physical transformational here or arena is becoming an eighth wonder as I refer to it.
1: Eighth wonder? <laughs> <laughs> um just explain that one. <laughs> an additional it's, it's, world. <laughs> oh, it's definitely becoming more popular. I've I've overheard conversations where it would be a thing where you know, girlfriends would take a trip to a certain country or to a certain doctor facility and just, you know, they all would get this cosmetic surgery together as almost like a girlfriend trip kind of deal. So, um, you know, with with all of that, it's just becoming more and more common. At first, you know, people didn't want you to know what they were doing behind closed doors, but now it's like everyone knows and it's okay because we're doing it too and, um, unfortunately, I, I do hear conversation where it's trickling down to, into households with teenagers. You know, I was um, watching a particular TV show, and the host mentioned that her daughter asked her if she can get a waist trainer. And she said, absolutely not. And I thought that that was just really interesting how, you know, plastic surgery has gotten just so normal And waist training and all that it's just gotten so normal that it's trickling down into households where teenagers as young as 12 or 13 or 14 are asking to get a waist trainer from their parents so it's you know we have a long ways to go but at the end of the day it starts at home and if we can let our youth know that you know this isn't real or you know love yourself as you are um, then we can we can make the change starting at home
0: okay and that ties into what you just alluded to just now Your that, that closing sentence that you just uttered as the question would be would be, since this is this platform is synonymous with balance or re- recalibrating as I refer to it as, so finding an equilibrium. How can a healthy equilibrium be attained regarding beauty and body, body image in your perspective? Um, if you could uh, allude to what you found upon what you did. Or.
1: I, I think it would definitely take more role models to show young girls, hey, you don't need a full face of makeup before you go out or you don't need a waist trainer or, you know, even – Celebrities or um, large companies showing more diversity in their ads, you know it's it's all about what the youth is visually seeing, and um, I think it would it would be the responsibility of you know the parents the a few celebrities and and larger companies to really change what they deem as beautiful or healthy. So um, I am a mom, and I have a daughter who is almost three, and she's gorgeous, you know, and if she ever wanted to model, you know, I'd be the perfect one to coach her and, and prepare her. But I brought my daughter up in this conversation to say, starts at home because every morning when we wake up I take her pick her up put her in my arms we go to the mirror and we do positive affirmations and I have a repeat after me I am beautiful I'm smart I'm kind I'm loving and that is where it begins it begins with parents being the role model and and having positive you know, effects and, and even saying it with their kids, positive affirmations as to what beauty is and to love themselves as they are.
0: Okay. And that, which, and you've just answered what would have been my next to the last question, which is how can one's physical authenticity be sustained versus tarnished? And that is definitely, definitely a chief constituent of that formula. Are there any other suggestions or any other uh, pointers that you could render? No, listeners?
1: just start just start with self, you know, start with self. And then, you know, celebrities, if you're listening out there, you have a huge platform, make a difference. Because our teams are, you know, they don't have a role model at home. They're definitely looking up to you guys. So, um, yeah, just everybody being real with themselves and saying, no, this is actually not how I woke up. And it's okay. It's
0: okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely we said we definitely have a few minutes more. If there's anything that you wanted to to add, it could be on the topic about Model Atelier confidence, your brand. Well, of you have course.
1: Anything. Well, I I'd, I'd love to share what I'm up to with the brand. Um, model Atelier is the fashion partner of the WNBA, and we have our online store, and we are expanding, and we're very, very pleased to announce that. Um, If you are tall and you're listening, please check out www.shopmodelatelier.com, that's S-H-O-P-M-O-D-E-L-A-T-E-L-I-E-R.com, and as for my Fashion With Purpose brand Confidence by Model Atelier, we're actually launched at Macy's in Southern California. So, if you are in Southern California, specifically Westminster, California, check out our pop-up shop at Macy's. Um, <clears throat> I believe it's 300 Westminster Mall in Westminster, California, at Macy's, and that is our Fashion with Purpose. Um, and I forgot to mention that proceeds from our Fashion with Purpose brand goes towards STEM education, which helps girls um, who are pursuing STEM-related fields, and if they live in an undeserved community, we help pay with their tuition. So it is truly a fashion with double purpose, purpose to empower and inspire and also to help send girls who can't afford to go to
0: college to college. Hmm. Okay. Once again, you are making leaps and bounds. I'm I'm very pleased and very proud of you throughout your evolution. um, There's a lot that you've lent to this episode, and I really hope that this resonated with all of you all listening out there. Any other additional thoughts? No, just thank you for
1: having me on. Thank you for having me on, and thank you to all the listeners, and hopefully we've, you know, covered some good ground to really have people um, in, in thought as to how they could, you know, leave their positive imprint on um, self-awareness and, and positive beauty image.
0: And thank you so much, you know, for, for all of what you've rendered, for you carving out the time and space and energy to do this. I know you're insanely busy right now. So I, I just want to extend my utmost vast gratitude to you for, for that, Robin. Okay, well,
1: thank you. And... um once again, I, I appreciate our conversations every time.
0: All right, and I welcome you back, you know, on okay. this topic or any other forthcoming topic of your choosing.
1: Fantastic. All right, well, thank you, and um, have a blessed day to you and all your listeners.
0: And thank you so much, Robin. Look okay. forward to having okay. you back again.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Bye. Oh, and thank you. I'd like to incessantly extend my utmost sincere gratitude to Robin Harris for lending her wisdom, expertise, and personal testimony this broadcast. In addition, I'd like to commend my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, as always, coupled with all of you magnifying and avid listeners spanning and speckling the globe, as always. Once again, I humbly implore your continued listenership as this radio platform and the movement rests. Upon your very shoulders, ladies and gentlemen. Please continue to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and every consecutive Wednesday via WCOM Radio of Chapel Hill, Carbero, North Carolina at 103.5 FM. And of course, streaming is available via this very medium, medium as always. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez Scales, signing off. <laughs>